Guys, how you doing? Good. Christmas is in full effect in the house. Did you get your Christmas lights up yet? Christmas lights, Christmas tree. We are in full, full, full Christmas okay. mode. Uh, I should I should have did my lights today because it was a lot warmer mm-hmm. today than it was yep. yesterday. But uh, hey, got it done, got it knocked out, got the house cleaned up, and uh, holly jolly time. Clark Griswold's got nothing on me. Dude, that's nothing. awesome. <laughs> I've done nothing except nothing. For, we did the inside, but we haven't done the outside. Yeah, but you were gone though. Yeah, we just got back in town, and then today, like I got her ears pierced like a year ago, and dude, okay. for some reason. One of her ears got lower and lower and lower to where it was like barely in her ear. So we finally convinced her today to go go have it redone. You know how rare it mm-hmm. is you go somewhere and the customer service experience is perfect. Yeah. Other than Disney. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, so we well, go to Claire's even then, but yeah. We go to Claire's and I'm like, All right, I'm I bet I'm gonna have to pay for this again. It's been a year. Dude, they were awesome. They were so good that I actually got on and sent their their Facebook corporate, corporate uh, account cool. a message like saying, "Hey, this they took care of us." They're like, "No, no, no charge, no charge." You know, we got you covered. So excellent, yeah, man, really, really good. Shout Little out to Claire. Like that makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and who are not a sponsor, we need to make that known. Um, I do want to um, uh, commend you guys on your tree. I saw Laura posted a picture of you guys' tree, so I knew that you guys were in full effect, Mike. I was just baiting you. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a new tree this year. Our uh, our last pre lit tree for the last six years had its yeah. final Christmas last year. The uh, lights okay. didn't make it from going up and down sure. in the attic, so that we knew that this year was going to be a season for a new tree. And uh, what, it's okay, beautiful. this is this. So wait, I hold on. So wait, you didn't spend four hours cutting out all the pre lit lights? No, dude. <laughs> like one of us, like did? you did. No, your time is money, no. my man. Oh my gosh, time is man. money. Hey, um, what I want to do is because we have a lot of Christmas or we have a lot of um, Disney decorations on our tree, a lot, and this is probably one of our best trees because it kind of. My wife is very traditional with the Christmas trees. They're very normally her trees are very Martha Stewart, very elegant. I'm like, look, man, when I grew up, I had tinsel and bright lights. I mean, it was like you know we, that 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 Southern white. <laughs> You know what I mean? Come on now. It was the tree, right? So so we kind of compromised, and we did a lot of our Disney ornaments. And what I want to do is I know a lot of people were saying, hey, what are your favorite Disney ornaments or whatnot? They kind of jumped the gun on me. What I was thinking is is that I want to do a t- countdown, the 10 days before Christmas. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go from 10 to 0 or 10 to, to 1 as my – 1 is my favorite. And what I would love is – Going from ten to one, and uh, I thought it would be fun for all of us to uh, just just kind of show our showcase our favorite Disney ornaments or even your your favorite ornaments. I would love to see some of those uh, ones that maybe have a little bit of what is the word I'm looking for? Sentimental value feels. That's the word right there. Sentimental value. So um, I thought it'd be fun. So I'm going to go ahead and, and throw that out there right now. Yeah, I like that. No, we'll definitely do that because we have plenty to choose from. Our tree is straight Disney. That's all it is. Uh, there's a few odds and ends there, but it's not too many, so it's it's mostly Disney. Yeah, that'd be an easy one for us. We have tons of Disney ornaments. All right, well, let me stop sidebar on the thing, and let's get the show started in three, two, one. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that was all started by a month. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your... To infinity and beyond. There's a touch of madness around here. 
Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. My name is Jason and those two incredible, fine-looking, beautiful people across from me are Justin and Mike and Christmas season is full in effect. Guys, I'm having a great time right now. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, man, good. I uh, Like we were saying, Christmas is in full swing in the house. We're uh, getting that festive spirit. Uh, the kids have been out shopping already, buying more stuff for themselves than they are as gifts. But, you know, that's part of the thing. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get to tonight's episode a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it's Christmas Yeah, season. man, it's, uh, for us, it was a lot of driving this, this Thanksgiving. It was one day drive, next day drive, next day drive. So it's good to be home. I think over the next week we'll probably spend some time getting up outside decorations and really getting into that Christmas spirit. It's cold here. It's getting colder. It's in the 50s and 40s, which is chilly for us. Uh, so that makes it even feel like uh, winter a little more. But yeah, we're uh, we're excited. And the most the best part is, look, we're two and a half weeks away from Disney Disney trip. You know, <laughs> I think you guys know that I failed at keeping a surprise uh, that I was going to take Katie and Riley down for the Christmas party. And uh, they both found out within 24 hours of me booking it. So, but yeah, we have a Disney Disney countdown. So I'm excited to get down to the park. See, uh, we haven't been to the party in, gosh, probably four years, three or four years. Okay. It's been a while. All right. We always do Mickey's Not So Scary, but we haven't done Mickey's Very Merry in a while. So this will be this will be Rachel, good. Rachel did it when she was down there for her soul, her mo- mommy vacation, mommy vacation, mm-hmm. and um, you know she she enjoyed it. I, I think um, I think the only bad thing that she was mentioning was the signature cupcake that you could get was sold in the bakery which everybody considers it starbucks right so in order to get the signature um cupcake you had to actually wait in line with everybody else that's buying coffee at starbucks so um i think that was and you know coming from a party that that's that big and that was her only complaint i thought it was a a success you know that's a huge um sore subject for me is the fact that there's a starbucks on main street um, I don't even want to go down that road on this episode because it'll bring it down because I have a very harsh opinion upon that myself. Let's get this going, Mike. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Listen, talking about the Christmas season, uh, what does that bring? It brings maximum capacity crowds to the parks. Uh, we've seen it. We've all been through max capacity. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit tonight about our t- top 10 Disney ways. Hold on. We're going to talk tonight about our top 10 Disney Dad tips on making it through the packed parks. Uh, we're going to give our little bit of insights and tips, our best our, our best ways to navigate the parks, things to do, and get the most out of your Disney trip while you're down there. When the parks are at capacity, there's certain things you can do to make the most out of your trip. You know, sometimes you only get stuck being able to go down to Disney during this particular time. So you got to make the best of all of your trip. Uh, my number 10 tip would be to check out entertainment. Do some entertainment down at Disney Springs. Uh, I know we've all had some uh, experiences doing that. Justin, why don't you tell me about some of your experiences doing some entertainment down at Disney Springs? Yeah, the one great part about when the parks are slammed is there's so much more to do outside of the parks. You know, of course, we're going to hit on some of the things that are you can do in the parks to make it a little more reasonable, maybe get sustained a little bit more. But uh, but look, there's tons to do outside of the parks. I personally uh, loved this past trip doing the Void. The Void was an amazing experience. We talked about it on a previous show. Um, going over there and look that's a good hour of your day to where you're over there having that awesome experience and uh, Star Wars and now Wreck-It Ralph there as well well I think the void is one of those two where kind of like flight of passage where when you get done with it you're on such a high you know especially if you're experiencing this for the first time or experiencing this technology that you know it, it almost carries over for the rest of the day because it's real hard to come down off of that incredible experience so that's a great pick 
Yeah, not just that, but you've also got, Mike, I'm, you've got uh, the huge movie theater over there. Have you guys ever done a movie over there? <laughs> no. No? Yeah, we Never. haven't. We haven't Never either. Have we haven't either. But, uh, you know what, we have some of our Disney family that I know I've seen pictures of them on either rainy days or crazy crowded days heading over to the movie theater to check out some of the, you know, first-run Disney movies. And, hey, it's a great way to, you know, in a hot summer day, Put your feet up for a couple hours. I know they have the recliners and uh, and relax a little bit. It is, and and I am I definitely don't want to take it away from anybody that does that, and it just never makes our radar. But you know, now that you really state it like that, it is kind of a, a it should be a common sense go to, don't you think? Like on a rainy day, or yeah. you know, or, you know, or some cruddy day. You know what? It, too like you could even even splitting your day up. Like say you go mm-hmm. to Epcot in the morning, stuff your face, then go over to Springs for three hours and just see a two-hour movie and then go to Hollywood Studios for the night. Mm-hmm. But well, we never do that. We'll go back to the room and relax, right. but why not go back to... Why not go to a movie instead? You know, have that experience. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've never thought of it like that. I, you know, I, I, I... Well, here, no, honestly, in my defense, though, there's really nothing on that I want to see while I'm there at gotcha. Disney. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Because we always kind of go on the... Uh, there's really nothing new that's coming out that I want to see. So that would that's my go-to answer. Number nine, you know, some of the other things that you can do when you're down there, uh, very similar to doing some non-Disney-related things, would be doing enjoying some of the sports. There's the bowling, the golf, the miniature golf. I know you guys have partaken in some of that. I've seen some of your pictures, Justin, doing that. Jason, have you ever done any of the, the golf, the mini golf, or some of the bowling? Once again, I'm guilty of not doing either one. And, you know, when we go down there for the week as a family— Guys, that week goes by so fast. Like the movies, the bowling, the it's just it's not um it's never really on the radar. And it should but but the kids were younger. So now that the kids are getting a little bit older, it might be. Bowling has come up once or twice. The mini golf has come up once or twice. So I think it'll start coming uh to into play for our family. Mike, have you done it? Yeah, well, I haven't done the bowling and I haven't done the mini golf. I've golfed the Disney mm-hmm. golf courses. Uh, I, I've played at the one yep. at Saratoga Springs. That's Lake Bonavista. Uh, beautiful golf course. I wish I was a better golfer to enjoy it more. I'm not much. I'm not very much of a good golfer, but I do enjoy playing. Uh, we were down there for Sammy had a gymnastics competition, and her competition was late at night. So I didn't want to drag the kids around the park all day because she had to compete that night over at ESPN. So I said to a bunch of the other fathers, "Hey, listen, we're going down there. We're going to be down there for the weekend." Why don't we go golfing during the day? You know, we don't have to be at ESPN until 7 o'clock at night. The kids are just going to hang around the room and kind of do nothing all day. So instead of us staring at each other, let's just head to the golf course. And uh, I made the tea time reservation. Four of us went, and what an amazing time it was. What a beautiful golf course it is. Uh, if, you know, if you're the kind of family that goes down to Disney once, you know, once in a while and you don't have time for the, uh, you know, for the, for the Disney golf, if you're one of those families that does get to go quite a bit and you want to take some time for yourself to go to the golf course, by all means do it it was a beautiful course and uh yeah i had a fantastic time yeah i've done uh, i've done all three of these actually i've bowled who we actually bowled with our great friend aaron white um did mini golf with katie and absolutely just crushed her i mean i'm surprised she came home like she was that just it was <laughs> that bad of a beatdown. uh just the i just tore it up uh, I can see that. Oh, I can see that. It was, and I'm see I'm brutal too. She's not very she's not very coordinated well, at all. Also, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Katie. Also, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Also, it's one of those things where we're brutal. We're not brutal just on each other. 
Yeah. That was Jason. <laughs> that wasn't me. Well, we're brutal on, on Riley, too. Like, we are a competitive family. So, right. like, whenever we play yeah. a board game, even though she's six, mm-hmm. we play to win. Like, we don't play to, to take second. Um, and then we, I, I've, uh, I've done golf. I've, I've played a couple of the golf courses. And you're right, Mike. It's Look, when the parks are slam-packed, you want to go do something different. If you want to go with the family, go bowling, go go play mini golf. If you want some time, maybe to yourself or or uh, you and and some friends, then go go check out those golf courses. And uh, if you'll look too, if you're staying on Disney property, sometimes they have some great deals on golf. If you'll go uh, talk to the uh, concierge down there and see what maybe they have going on. Yeah, and if you're a vacation club member, I know for sure you get a discount at mm-hmm. the golf course. So, because uh, we did, it was it was quite a significantly amount cheaper uh, being a DVC member to get that DVC discount. Uh, it was well worth it when I booked for my foursome uh, for all, all of us. But uh, I do. I'm probably going to answer my own question. But I know since you've done the mini golf before. Are the miniature golf courses as pristine as I would expect? Because up here in New York, we have a bunch of miniature <laughs> golf courses, and they're kind of run down. They're, they're, they're kind of not up cap like you would expect uh, or as, as nice as it would be. Are the miniature golf courses in Disney as pristine as I expect them to be? They're unbelievably nice. Um, and there's, there's a few different courses that you can play. We have played the Fairways miniature course, and the fun part about the Fairways course is actually where the PGA guys go to when they're in town because the holes are laid out like an actual golf course. So the hole might be like a par five, but it'll be 180 feet long with bunkers, water, you know, everything along the way, undulations and all that kind of stuff. But if you want uh. wanting something a little more laid back, you can also go over and play Fantasia Gardens, which I highly recommend. Uh, those two courses are side by side too, um, to where you can go. And uh, that's a little more of your typical, you know, golf putt putt course, as you say. Um, and then there is also the um, winter, uh, is it winter Summerland? Is that what it's called? That's the so. one right outside the water park, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's one right there. Outside of yep. Beach? Yeah. Yep, yep. I've yep. Seen that. So you can go check. And I haven't played that one, but, uh, but yeah, a lot of fun. Very cool. Well, getting down to number eight on our countdown of top things to do when the uh, Disney parks are crowded would be taking a tour. Um, I know I haven't taken a tour yet. It's something that I definitely want to do. It's on my list. Justin, I know you've done quite a few tours. Jason, you've done some tours as well, too, or you've done some activities? No, we have, um, we have done, like I've done, like, you know, the uh, the Safari Trek. I know Justin and Katie have done that as well. Uh, and, and, Mike, I recommend that. Um, you know, I really wouldn't classify that as a tour so much. Um, but it, it on a crowded day, you are guaranteed to get away from the crowds. So I guess it would fall under that, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, I call yeah, that a tour. Um, we, I yeah. know we have one. Yeah. It's, in, it's individualized uh, yeah. entertainment, so Yeah, we have, uh, we have friends that are Club 33, and they're going to get us a tour in January, the behind this, the, uh, the VIP tour, you know, where you go around and, mm-hmm. and just get fast passes galore and stuff. So, um, I mean, that was just a lucky score there. But um, uh, that's the only, I mean, that's it, man. I haven't really done any, like, tour tours. You know, that's just not my thing. I'm not a behind-the-scenes kind of guy. To me, it kills the magic. I was talking about you today, actually, Jason, because uh, I was talking to somebody about Disney tours, and I said my, my buddy Jason won't do it because he, he doesn't want right. to ruin the magic. You know, he doesn't want to see the things you see mm-hmm. on those tours sometimes. Um, I've done the Keys of the Kingdom tour, which you go down the Utilidors and, and see all that magic that's under the Magic Kingdom. And uh, you see some things that maybe, you know, you wouldn't want to see otherwise if you didn't want to ruin that magic. Um, but also, like like you said, Jason, I did the tour, the same tour you did, the Animal Trek. I loved mm-hmm. it. That was an amazing tour for me, getting up close mm-hmm. with the animals there. And then, of course, for our, for our West Coast 
uh, Disneyland people that are listening. Oh, yes. uh, I've I've done uh, walking <laughs> Walt's footsteps. Tour. That to me is that was one of the coolest experiences I've ever had on Disney property. By that is far. the golden. That is the golden tour right there. To me, that is the Mac Daddy, the winner of them all. I can't wait to do that. Standing in Walt's apartment. <sighs> Come on now. It was just one of the coolest experiences of my life. I salivated when so, we yeah. did that episode. On and you know what was cool about that, Jason, was this. The parks weren't slammed at Disneyland that day, but do you guys remember me calling you? It was the hottest recorded yep. day in Southern California history mm-hmm. at that point. It was, without a heat index, it was 114. Katie's uh, sandals melted. Her rubber mm-hmm. sandals melted from walking on the pavement. Well, it makes you have an appreciation of opening day when we hear about that. You know, those stories of people. Yeah, uh, uh, yep. I mean, could you imagine how what, what the BO was like after that day? Oh, my gosh. gosh. Imagine, what it, imagine what it's like on a 60-degree uh, November Jeez. night down there. It's bad enough then. Mike, will you, do you have any tours planned in your future? Would you Now that the girls are getting older, is that something that is on your radar to maybe do with the girls? Uh, yeah. You know, I think Sarah would probably enjoy the tours more than Sammy would. I think Sammy's another one of those kids that doesn't want to see, like Jason, the behind-the-stuff, see how it's done. Uh, kind of ruin the magic for her a little bit. I don't think she wants to be spoiled. Uh, Sarah would. Sarah would be all into that. Um, I really, really, really want to do, I, I know we're kind of classifying as a tour, the uh, Animal Trek over at Animal Kingdom. That's something that I That's really, definitely really want to do. Yeah. Anytime yeah. you're guided through through backstage, you're that's a tour, you know. Yeah, and I think as much as I want to do a tour with the family, I, I do want to do some stuff on my own too, just to kind of sit in that moment and just kind of take it all in and, and not have to worry about, you know, somebody being, you know, one of the kids being, uh, you know, bored or this or that. Right. I kind of want to do it on my own. Uh, definitely the Adam Warren Animal Kingdom, that's something that I want to do on my own. Uh, I could see Laura having no enjoyment in that whatsoever. Uh, that's just her personality. She wouldn't be into that at all. But, uh, yeah, it definitely, definitely, definitely has to be part of our uh, next upcoming trips. Maybe we'll do a family tour. Maybe we'll try to do a tour when we're down before the Disney Dads cruise. I know we can, I, we have so much packed. We really do. We're gonna <laughs> be, we won't. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And all of a sudden, yeah, we're, we're going to be so tired. We won't. We won't see anybody. They'll be like, "Where's Mike and Jason?" Oh, they're hanging in their room for for two days. Yeah, there is there is going to be there is going to be. I don't know how we're going to have any time free to do anything. Um. Yeah, I, I tell you, man, we we loved that tour, and Katie was cool. And you were mentioning you want to do it by yourself. Katie was cool enough that. When I did the Walking Waltz Footsteps tour at Disneyland, that she let me do that alone. She watched Riley, and that's just special, man. You you don't have to worry about you said the kids being bored, things like that. Right. So moving along, now that we've discussed the tours, we're going to go into enjoying shows in the parks. That's something I like to do on a regular day, whether it's crowded or not. But it's definitely the shows in the parks are people eaters. And you can get a lot of people into the theaters. And it's something that kills quite a few hours in a day. And it's definitely worth doing when you have one of those overcrowded days in the parks. Uh, is there a particular show that you like, Justin? Is there a show that's a must-do during your trip that you would say that's a great mm. show to do when it's crowded? Oh, that's hard, man. Because the only one I would say, and I can, I don't even know if I consider it a show because it's more of a nighttime spectacular, is Fantasmic. It's kind of a not miss for me. As far as show wise, I like Beauty and the Beast. Um, you know, but man, we rarely do them. Like I remember, we used to do the sing-alongs when Riley was younger, before we could do more more thrill rides. But on a packed day, you're right. I mean, shows are a great way to go in and and you know 
take two or three thousand people and just have 30 40 minutes where you're getting entertained uh jason you ever do shows when you're down there I, i'm not a show person i mean we do do them rach loves the shows i you know the shows are always one of those things where i'm never gonna do them unless i have to do them but i'm always glad i did it once i'm done if that makes sense because they're always fantastic. I don't care what show it is. It's fantastic. Well, we talked about Indiana Jones, what, mm-hmm. a few episodes ago? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how many times you've seen that. It's good every time. Yeah, it'd be better with air conditioning. I mean, but could- yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see that the gondolas aren't going to have air conditioning? Really? How is that yeah. going to work? Aren't yeah, they, they enclosed they're gonna have also? The, yeah, so, the ex- so they're going to have cross like crosswind. Yeah. Is going to be able to get through, and then the exterior of the windows are going to have a sun-like repellent. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so that so it'll keep the heat out. They uh-huh. say. <laughs> mm, I don't know. That's I know that's complete sidetrack from. What no, we're dude, about, but, but that's that important stuff because what happens if you get stuck up there? Do yeah. the windows uh, do the windows open? I mean, I would imagine. Them. No, it's no, no, they don't. It's slant, like slat. I'm guessing. I mean, slats, if you're, you know, where it, air it's, will come it's 97 degrees in Florida, and you get stuck <laughs> up there. How, what? What if they did Indiana Jones inside the gondola? They just had one actor up there <laughs> just dancing around with a whip, you know. Whoops. Well, this is interesting. Uh, so, But you know what? It's only yeah, hot a couple months that out, there. out of the go. year, so it's all yeah. good. You know, only seven of them, eight yeah. of them. You know. um, but, yeah, no. Mike, do you do the shows? Yeah, we actually do. Uh, we enjoy with the uh, kids. Beauty and the Beast happens to be one of our favorite. We always wind up doing that. Uh, Laura enjoys it. The girls like it. Uh, you know, I enjoy going for that. Uh Nemo is a great show, especially Ooh, at Animal Kingdom oh, when it's hot at. It's air conditioned, it's inside, and the Festival of the Lion King, you know, another one it's inside and air conditioned. So if if it's one of those I mean, it's not gonna be that hot in these next upcoming months. It's gonna be warm, but not like it is during the heat of August. But uh yeah, we uh we hit the shows quite a bit. The only thing about Nemo though is it makes me kind of tear up. And it's always at the end of the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Right whenever the lights are coming up, because it's that last song. Oh they th- yeah, they and they did that dead. on purpose. And then you're sitting there like you sneeze, you pretend yeah. you sneeze just so it oh. looks like your eyes are watering because you're sunglasses, sneezing. Sunglasses, dude. You got to put your sunglasses down and walk out. <laughs> I wear my sunglasses so, at night. Don't judge me. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we do the shows. You know, and I think like I said, I think it's a good way to, uh, you know, beat the crowds on those crowded days. Uh, one other thing that I know I'm a huge fan of doing. Uh, taking a break from the parks, if the parks are that crowded, heading over to Disney Springs. There's so much to do over there, and one of my favorite things to do over there is eating and shopping. Justin, you're a big fan of eating and shopping. Tell that's me my, some of your. That's my, that's my favorite thing to do. I don't care if the if there's four people in the parks or if there's four hundred thousand. I'm going to go eat and shop at Disney Springs. Uh, on our quick little three-day trip we have coming up, we made sure to find time to go over there in, in one morning, afternoon, just to have lunch and, and do some shopping. Um, look, the whole thing over there is you can – it doesn't matter what your interests are. There's enough difference in dining and there's enough difference in shopping that you can find something you like as a Disney fan. Uh, Jason, you, you and I were talking not too long ago. When I uh, – I wish I had it with me. When I was at the, the past trip, I bought that train. Uh-huh. I finished my train. And, yeah, and it's things like that. You can buy yeah. at the parks and bring back home with you and keep that Disney magic for what took nine hours mm-hmm. to build. Um, you know, but fun stuff like that. So, no, it's a great opportunity to say, hey, I'm just tired of getting bumped into, uh, you know, smelling everybody and, and seeing four-hour queues, and I want to go somewhere where I can go and relax. And, yeah, Springs is a spot. Yeah, guys, I'm just not feeling it. Really? 
No, you know, I just never really, really got into Disney Springs. And I mean, I, I have you been recently? Yeah, I did. I went down there. I had a couple of drinks with uh, you know a couple of our, our uh, friends, and um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I can't, I just can't put my finger on. It. I guess it's just. Um, I don't know, guys. It's just not a must-do. If I don't ever go to Springs again, I, it wouldn't bother me. Oh, there's so many great lounges and yeah, restaurants. Yeah, but I don't do a whole and, lot of lounges, and, and you know, it's, um, I don't. We don't do a lot of but lounges. The, the dining there is like, I'm, I'm going to say there's better dining in that small radius mm-hmm. of, of area than there is anywhere else on Disney property. Hmm. Blows Epcot, away any blows away Epcot any dining maybe. options at, uh, at at Magic Kingdom. That's oh, for sure. Or Animal you Kingdom. You guys are being a little yeah. harsh. Being a little bit harsh. Yeah, but uh, Epcot would be the only place that you could go to. Maybe. Maybe. Yep. You know. Maybe. Okay. It's so good. All that new dining over there. Gosh, I'm getting hungry now. I just ate. And I'm well, hungry. we'll we'll see. We'll experience a little bit more each time we go. And uh, Mike, you on the other hand, you love Springs, right? Oh yeah, we love Springs, and uh, I try and do it at the end of the trip. Uh, we always wind up making a stop there. It's definitely part of our itinerary when we have the week set up. Uh, if we have one of those nights where we happen to be getting, knocking everything out in the park during the day and we have a night free, then we'll just add it into our schedule and go there. But uh, if the parks are crowded or if we're just tired of getting, like you said, getting bumped into or we just had a, you know, need a break from the day, Disney Springs is a fantastic place to go. And uh, even when it's crowded at Disney Springs, there's enough room to kind of move around. You don't feel like you're waiting for three or four mm-hmm. hours. The ice cream shops, the shopping... Um, you know, listen, my two girls will shop till they drop. So, you know, anything that puts them in a better mood, if they were cranky all day from walking around the parks, Disney Springs will certainly do that. I love them. it. when you, Well, in the way they – no, go ahead. I no, love ahead, it when you're down there and you'll start sending us pictures of stuff that you're getting there. And about the 10th text message <laughs> into it, you're like, I got to get out of this place. Visa's loving me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like clockwork. You know, it's like, okay, here's number five. It's we coming. Can, we can hear it from up here. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. You'll know, uh, Justin, better than I, if I remember correctly. It's been a while since I've gone. I know they have the Bippity Boppity Boutique over at Cinderella's Castle. Do they still have one over in Disney Springs? At they the, do. Uh, they they do. do. And not just that, I want to touch on that real quick before we move on to number five. Uh, World of Disney, I was there for the grand reopening of World of Disney where they did the renovation. Yep. That mm-hmm. place is amazing what they did with it. They opened it. You remember World Disney when you would walk in and had the individual yep. rooms? Yes. You'd go luggage. And you felt just so claustrophobic. And you, it was like being, well, you would get lost. You would, you know, you'd be mm-hmm. in one and you'd say, oh, I'm over by this and no one could find each other. Now it's completely awesome. open. There's no walls. Okay. And so you can look across the store and see, and everything's themed. So like all the Mickey stuff has like all like on the wall, big Mickey's, uh, big light up Mickey sign, all that. Um, you know, it's just really, really nice the way they laid that out. Really, really cool. And I tell you what, and that's that's a great point, Mike, because, look, if you have uh, a little one that loves that kind of stuff, going to Bippity Boppity is a great way to skip the parks. You know, if if, uh, if it's a crazy busy day, go over there and check out Bippity Boppity. I know we've done it a few times, and, and Rye always loves it. Yeah, and the ones at the castle in uh, Main Street, book up. So if you can't get an appointment there, definitely try the one in Downtown Disney. If you're going during peak season, then uh, definitely try and book the one over in Downtown Disney. One well, a little tip too. If you're uh, if your little one say they're already wearing a princess dress or they just want a little magic, you can stop by Bippity Boppity at any point as long as they're over the age of three. Sometimes they'll do it for kids under three, um, and they will put that great face guard on there and they will sprinkle some magic uh, pixie dust right there on your kid's head for no cost. Which it's rare that you find things at Disney for no cost, but this is one of those moments where uh, where they will actually do that for you. So make sure to head over that way. I think that's a that's a great that's a great tip. 
I mean, there's a lot of people who go down mm-hmm. there who can't. I mean, look, that's not a cheap. No, hundred seventy, hundred. That's a lot of that's a lot of money, you know. And Mm -hmm. if uh, somebody can sneak their kid in there to get a little bit of magic, a little bit of fairy dust on the hair, that's fantastic. Yep. Yep. So moving up to number five, it's something that I wish I'd take more time in doing, and uh, I definitely want to explore doing this more often. And that's resort hopping. Um, You know, I've stayed at quite a few uh, resorts, like (laughs) you guys have. Um, I haven't stayed at them all, obviously, Um, but there's a few things that. They have special holiday displays. They have special uh, decorations at the resorts. So resort hopping is something that I definitely would love to get into a little bit more often and uh, just taking a day out and just kind of relaxing and checking out what's going on at some of the other resorts. I have to say I actually don't do this. Very rarely. Very, very rarely. I The only reason we would resort hop, and I'm saying resort hop as in like I'm seeing more than what, two resorts probably, one or two mm-hmm. resorts is for dining purposes. Okay. Uh, but I know people that they base a whole day of their trip around this and they enjoy it because they go see these resorts and they... But I'm kind of with with Jason's mentality on this to where I don't want to see a resort unless I'm staying there because I don't want to ruin the magic of that first walk mm-hmm. into the lobby. You know, but that's just me. I mean, a lot of people love resort. And years ago, you know, you used to be able to pool hop. They've kind of put a, put a stop to that uh, now just because of the crowd. So I don't know. See, and I, I'd, I'd so love to check out some of the other resorts and get some fantastic pictures with the kids in front of some of the larger-than-life things over at, you know, Pop and over at Art Animation. Um, I've never stayed those two resorts. So now that the kids are getting older, it wouldn't be as, you know, it's funny to see, you know, the, the older kids at that kind of stuff. But I wish I had pictures of the kids when they were younger uh, in front of some of those larger-than-life mm-hmm. yeah, statues yeah. and figurines at some of those resorts. Well, Pop hands. You come down and stay with well, me. There you go. I'm going Art of Animation. Pop is hands down my favorite value resort. You know, it's, it's a great uh, I, I absolutely and a, love it. The it's it's um, everything about that from the, my first day at Disney was there. That's probably why it's my favorite. I love it, and I, and and you're right, Mike. There are some really cool things to get pictures of. Now, I keep saying like you know, just for nostalgic reasons, I'd love to go back there, take the family there, go have lunch in the food court because I do love the food court at Pop Century. Okay, but we don't, and it's like we don't. Our trips, we just don't design our trips to um, incorporate a day to go do resort hopping. But mm. I don't know. You know, like I said, as the kids get older, maybe. Maybe, guys, you know, because... But let me throw an addendum in there. The holiday season is a whole different story because if I was there this time of year, like my wife, she, you know, she went and she saw the gingerbread house. You know, she went over to the, you know, she hit the grand floater and she hit the contemporaries. So um, that kind of, that's that's a different scenario for me as far as resort hopping because there's a reason for it. Or, let me yeah. throw one more in there. Fort Wilderness, where they have the campers. Is that no? no excuse oh, me. Oh yeah, you is that Fort Wilderness? That yes, where the it's the camper campgrounds. Yeah. Okay, yep. look, man, these campers. I, you know, you ever go somewhere and you're like, these are my people. This, this is like, this is the, this is the fun crowd right here because I mean, they're at Disney and these really nice campsites. Some of them have tents. And they put their Christmas decorations out. And it's so neat and it's so fun and it's personalized and I'm all about that. To me, it's their individual art. You know, this is a family's art that they're displaying for everybody. This is They're giving us a little bit of their love. And I just love it and embrace it. I recommend that. Jason, didn't you go over and do a... Um uh, sleigh ride or like, we like did. a horse carriage, carriage ride yeah and it was during Halloween was during no Christmas it was during time? Halloween and they had Halloween decorations all around the sea, that's it was awesome, so man. neat I might, yeah that's really yeah. cool you talk about keeping it Disney even back in your resort I love it's it it's great it's great I highly recommend it uh, 
Jason, do you have any particular pictures of the kids from your early Pop Century visit that you just love an actual picture of them standing in front Mike, of Mike, I am so guilty of being the digital dad, the digital family. My wife's the photographer. And guys, we don't got a lot of prints. And just now, after how many trips, we're starting to go back and go, I want pictures of this, you know, like uh, the mine train rides, the, mm-hmm. um, you know, the iPhone stuff. My wife just had, guys, she had 8,000 pictures on her iPhone. She purged them all because Snapfish had a deal, and she got all 8,000 mm-hmm. just delivered to the house in four huge boxes <laughs> like this. <laughs> She's like, I just want all the prints, and then I'll go through them then. It was uh, it was hilarious, but um, the answer to your question is, Mike, no. And um, when I eventually do get those, it's going to really just, just take me down memory lane because, look, look – Facebook is notorious for giving us those flashbacks from five years ago or those flashbacks. And I look at my kids then, and man, there are some times where I'm like, I would give my kidneys to go back and do these all over again. That's how incredible that time was. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was just like, you just, you just fall in love with these little guys all over again. And, um, yeah, I kind of just going on a tangent there. The answer is no. <laughs> Because uh, I was going to say, if you have any of those specific pictures, you know, resort hopping, you can kind of intertwine it with going back to yeah. take that picture of them now, the then, yep. the now, right. you know, the, as Absolutely. they progress. Absolutely, that's a great idea. Thing. We've seen a ton of people on yep. Facebook do it. You know, like this was us in 2001. This is us in 2009. Same picture, same spot. Here's the family. So just one of those kind of, you know, famous picture nope, spots. That's, I love it. It's a great idea. You know what I need to do, Jason, is uh, I'm guilty. I'm We are guilty like you are. Now, I've said this before on the show that we have – frames we always buy frames on yep. vacations and then we don't put pictures in them so our house is surrounded uh, like filled with frames that have the the random family mm-hmm. in them you know just are all around <laughs> the house and uh because we just we never print pictures and disney cruise line used to they don't do it anymore thank you they don't do it anymore but when you purchase the picture package you not only got the digital copy on, on yep. a cd but you also got every print that that that, that they took so they printed every perfect, single picture man. and and it was eight by ten. Eight, what, yeah, until you have to fly back from London, okay. and you have to buy a suitcase because ours is like four feet sure. tall of all these yeah. prints because you're fourteen days of pictures, sure. you know. Um, but yeah, we're we're a digital family too. So yeah, but uh, yeah, resort hopping. So anyway, point 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 made. I need to resort hop, take pictures, print pictures, and skip the lo- the three hour queues. Moving along to number four, it's one of the things that I take advantage of, whether the parks are crowded or not, and that's a pool day. And uh, one of my favorite things to do on vacation is enjoy the pools. Uh, my kids love the pool. They would go in whether it's 10 degrees outside or 100 degrees outside. Uh, they're little fish. They love to swim. And a pool day is always part of our agenda. And it's a fantastic thing to do when the parks are overcrowded. Beautiful. I'm going to jump in here before the pool guy himself does. Also, um, it is a. It's it's very few times do I sit and just relax and a pool day, a down day in the middle of our trip at Disney is with a drink in hand. To me, is the ultimate in relaxation, and um, it doesn't really get any better than that at all. You know, we're all three the same on it. It's rare that we find things and on an episode like this where we're all three in mm-hmm. on one topic or on, on one thing and the pool day is something we all three have in common with our disney trips we could plan our days the same around this because we all love the pools and for me and you guys tell me what you think for me it's the one time i sit back in the chair and i watch riley and i kind of take mm-hmm. it all in yep 
You know what I mean? Like when you're in the parks, it's kind of oh go 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 yeah we're gonna go see this we're gonna see this we're gonna see this. And as I sit there with a cold drink in hand and I'm watching her play and make friends, you're kind of just soaking in every yep. second. Like, and look, she this past trip, we made time to uh, swim and it was cold. I mean, it was cold mm-hmm. down there. It was in the fifties, which is cold for us yep. to swim. And uh, but because she wanted to do it, it was like nine p.m. Mm-hmm. And we went to the pool. Yep. I, I think it's an important part of every Disney trip. And let me ask you guys this question. As far as pool days, do you think that more family... You know, you see those family meltdowns, mm-hmm. three, four, five o'clock. Not just the kids. You see adults mm-hmm. that are melting down, mm-hmm. too. Do you think that people would have a better, more relaxing... Not, I'm going to take more relaxing because that's a no-brainer, but a better Disney experience if they did take the break in the middle of the day to go back to oh, the pools? Not only would it would it take the pressure off of uh, the trip... Listen, the number one reason for meltdowns is being pushed and time restraints. Go, go, go. And either somebody somebody is in charge, either it's mom or dad, and they have hammer down it's like we are on a schedule we are at disney and we are going to follow this schedule and if there's any deviation from it persnickety starts to come out you know what i mean and all of a sudden mom or dad on the opposing side is like look this is enough's enough i absolutely think that pool afternoons if, even if you can't break away for the the afternoon because some people got you know a two-hour round trip for resorts that you know maybe they don't want to give that right, part right. time up but take a day in between and and take your Wednesday and make it a pool day. That will recharge all your guys' batteries. I'm telling you, it'll make a huge difference. I got to tell you, when I first started going to Disney, I was so against doing the pool day. I'm saying agreed. My life. I, I know the kids, I I kids want to go in the pool. We have a pool at home. I take care of it. They swim every day. Why mm-hmm. are we coming here to go in the pool? And I was so against it. And then after a few times, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll do it, we'll do it. I can't see a vacation not doing it. As a matter of fact, a lot of our time when we're looking at booking a resort, what's the pool right. look like? That's one of the things that I mm-hmm. want to see. Yeah, Wilderness big. Lodge had a great pool. Now the activities and some of the stuff that they have at the pool, that's a major, major part of our vacation. I know for someone who even has a pool at his own house that the kids swim on a regular basis, having a pool day is extremely important. We, you know, we also incorporate the water parks into our days as well, too. Mm-hmm. I know not everybody's too fond of those, but uh, that's something that's a must for us as well. Just the relaxing pool, get out of the usual norm of hitting all the rides. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're at one of those peak park days, the best thing to do is escape and spend an hour in a quiet pool. Well, the whole thing, too, is, uh, you know, if you'll if you'll look and you'll plan ahead, from like two to four o'clock, they have great activities for the kids. So not only can they make friends, have fun, be in the pool, uh, you know, doing those pool games, it gives you a break. I mean, let's be honest, we all love our kids to death, but at Disney, a little break goes a long mm-hmm. way. I mean, whether they're going to the kids club, you know, over the temporary, oh, yeah. or going other places, the, it it makes a huge huge difference. Yeah, those are some fantastic uh, tips. We're going to hit our top three tips, but first, a word from our sponsors. Just because summer's coming to an end doesn't mean it's not time to travel. Make sure to get a hold of us at Away With Me Travel. Jamie and I are here to take care of all of your travel needs. Contact us at DisneyDads at AwayWithMeTravel.com to get all the information about the inaugural Disney Dads podcast cruise, sailing July the 17th, 2019, with a double dip at Castaway Key. We can't wait to see you on board. And remember, keep on traveling. 
Guys, I'm excited about these next three top things to get into about beating the crowds at the parks. Number three is something that I certainly don't take advantage of. I'm not sure if you guys do, but for our Disney family members that are out there listening to the show, and this is your only time to go down there when the parks are crowded, this is something that I think it's a must, and that's doing a rope drop. You guys are a bunch of slugs. I cannot believe <laughs> that you don't know. I'm just kidding, because I cannot tell you the last time I've done a rope drop, guys. It, I, we were diehards. Have you done it, though? Uh, what's that? Have you done it? Oh, when we first started Disney, we were right there. Did Absolutely. You? You? But you know, I haven't I haven't done a rope drop in any years. So I, I couldn't tell you guys something about getting up mm. super see, I'm an early riser. My wife and my one son is not. My other son kind of just teeters in between. For me to get up and have coffee by myself and take in just the silence and the and to be able to relax while they're still sleeping is solid gold in my life. So rope drop is just not going to happen right now. Justin, I don't think me, you've ever go, done it, have you? Nope. I, no, I started going to the parks in 1985, and I have yet to do a rope drop. I've never done one. Uh, will I ever? Oof. Yeah, I will. You know when I will, and I'm gonna. I'll go live when I do it. I will do it for the Magic Kingdom's 50th. Okay. I will because uh, I will be there at like 4 a.m. lined up to get merch. Um, but yeah, so that'll be probably my first ever rope drop. But no, I haven't done it. And it's funny because when we pull the curtain back a little bit on our personal our personal relationships, you know, Mike, Jason, and I, we we talk to each other more than Katie always says, you know, your boyfriends, your boyfriends texting you. <laughs> you know, uh, we talk more than more than uh, any three grown men possibly should. But those those conversations come a little spread out because Jason and Mike are early morning mm-hmm. people. They're up super early, so those two converse. And then when I finally roll out of bed, uh, I'll put my two cents in. But then I'm up much, much right. later <laughs> than they are. So they have to wake up to my uh, all my all my texts and everything <laughs> coming in. So yeah, that's just. So no, I have not done a I have not done a rope drop. Early mornings are not our our specialty. At yeah, Disney. but you're on vacation, so everybody has their. I mean, there listen. There are yeah. families that I mean, you know, I have friends of ours that the whole family's up at five thirty on Sunday morning. That's just how yeah. they roll, you know. So of course they're going to be at rope drop if they ever go to Disney. Yeah, not us, not anymore, man. It's um, I, I'm all there to take in a vacation and relax because uh, experiences. Well, people know what I'm talking about. If there's a difference between a first time Disney person and somebody that's been a, a few times. Well, that brings me asking you this, Mike. Do you think the you know all three of us are DVC members? Do you think DVC changed? your uh mindset on rope drop and going to the parks early um or have you always been like that even when you were staying at other resorts you know before we were dvc we would only gone down a couple of times i do think that dvc certainly has changed it because it's given us more of a frequency to go uh we've gone certainly a lot more than we normally would have but my kids are also you know teenagers you know teenage girls like to sleep in and uh, they like to stay out late and they like to sleep in and I've noticed that even when we were not DVC, when we were getting up early and making it to the parks, I felt like our day was just dragging. You know, like not dragging, but it was just one of those things where uh, people got cranky earlier. You weren't rested. You weren't so apt to stay so late for fireworks. So I enjoy the fact to sleep really late and then just enjoy the parks, take it at our own pace. But uh, I will give a little pointer to some of the people that are going down during the holiday season. 
if you really want to get into Magic Kingdom, do the rope drop because the park's closed. They hit a capacity and they said, that's it. No more for the day. And uh, you're locked out of the park. So if you really have your heart set on being in Magic Kingdom on Christmas, you definitely got to get there for rope drop. Mike, you know what? You're right. Uh, they actually have different phases that they close the park at, right? So phase one closure, and I'm reading this, and I want to give credits to touringplans.com. I'm reading this. Uh, phase one closure is casual vitter- visitors are turned away at the, auto- uh, at the automobile toll plazas. So just people coming to park um, who are, are being turned away there. Phase two closure is only guests allowed through the turnstiles and into the park lot- parking lots are those staying at a Disney resort, annual pass holders, those re-entering the park for the day, or those hopping from another park. Phase three are those, the only people allowed into the parks are those staying at a Disney resort, uh, annual pass holders, and those with in-park reservations or appointments. And then phase four, the park and the parking lot are closed to all arriving guests, and the only phase four closure in the past 10 years has been the Magic Kingdom on April 7th, 2009. Okay. Does that mean nobody gets in there? Zero? No one gets in. They close everything. Okay. They No one gets in. It doesn't matter if you're there. It doesn't matter if you have a dining. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter. Dining reservation, you're, you're out. So one, two, three, four. So I didn't know that. That's new for me. I didn't know that they had different uh, phases of that closure. Did you guys? I just knew that they had. I just knew that people I know have been down there on vacation and have been turned away because they were at a capacity. Uh, what capacity they were there staying in, I'm not sure. But I know that uh, they weren't there early enough to be able to get into Magic Kingdom for the day. They were able to go over to Epcot and they were able to enjoy their day over there, but they nice. weren't able to enjoy uh, their day over at Magic Kingdom. Well, and that brings me to uh, you know, look, no matter what, even if it's a crazy crowd of time. And you can't get that great fast pass. You know, if you can't get the one fast pass you wanted, go rope drop. Rope drop is your best opportunity to, to hit. Look, flight of passage, rope drop AK, head straight over to flight of passage and, and enjoy that. That's that's your best, best chance to navigating the parks at a busy time. All right. Number two, one of my favorite things to do, and that's eating. And that's getting dining reservations. Uh, no matter how crowded it is, if you have a place to seat, if you have a no matter how crowded it is, if you have a place to sit to have a nice meal, dining reservations are the way to go. Been there, done that, and we've used it many, many times as uh, an excuse to, um, you know, we, we, we got to get in to get our uh, ADRs. You know, it's, um, it is it is what it is. Well, the thing is, when the parks are slammed, mm-hmm. you're not going to get a re- – you're not going to be able to sneak into a, uh, a, a sit-down dining experience. You know, there's just no way. There's absolutely no way. All those ADRs are going to be taken, so you need to be on 180 days out. If you know you're going the week of Christmas to New Year's, you need to be on, and you need to have made those ADRs to where you're getting those experiences. And like like Mike said, I mean, we love to eat, but that's also a great time for you to kind of sit back, be able to breathe for a second from the crowds, and uh, maybe have a drink, have have some food, have some time to where you sit there and just spend time with your family. I mean, ADRs are really important if you're going at a really busy time. What's even more important is, you know, we were there during a February break, and it was the most crowded week I've ever been to. We were down there with Laura's parents, and I think it was, there was a marathon going on, Daytona was going on, Orlando Magic had a, uh, had a uh, basketball thing going on, um, uh, Southern Schools had off, we had off, it was just a mixture of everything. It was one of the most crowded weeks I've ever been to Disney. It was ridiculous waits. 
you're not going to get a spot to sit at a quick serve most of the time. A lot no. of those quick serves, you're not going to be able to sit. We were walking to a restaurant, and it was a matter of we had to wait a good 20 minutes to stalk out a spot while other people were stalking out a spot just to sit to have a quick serve. So ADRs are very, very important if you want to have a nice sit-down meal because quick serves, as big as some of those quick serve restaurants are where you can sit down and grab your little you know, quick bite to eat, there's a good chance you're not going to get in either uh, an inside table or an outside table because they just pack up that quickly. Well, I mean, I've been in the parks when they're busy, and Jason, one of your favorite places in Magic Kingdom, Pecos Bills, and one of mine too. Look, that has more seating mm-hmm. than, I mean, I think any quick service on property maybe. I mean, there's a few over at Epcot maybe. Watch uh, Umbrella? Ma- yeah, that's that's probably one of the other ones, you know, to, to where it's a lot of seating, but they're comparable. Um, and you go over there, and there's been days I've been there where it's tough to find a seat. So if you go on one of these days where they're phasing out the park to where you can't get in, you know, unless you're there for certain experiences, you know, maybe you're a uh, staying on property or you have a, uh, you know, you're, you're an AP holder, then look, you need to have an ADR. Does it not? Does this not make um, your day so much better? Even if it is crowded out, you know, you have an ADR sitting yeah. there. So you have, you're going to, you got a reprieve coming up. So it's almost kind of like you're at the office and it's like, you're slammed, but you know you got that half-hour break coming up, so you can kind of just right. – it just makes it better. And that's a perfect segue going into number one. You know, um, and, and, and the reason I want to segue into that, Mike, and I'm just going to steal it from you because um, that makes or breaks our whole trip is the fast passes. It, it pains me when I hear these families that are like, oh, we're going to Disney, and but, oh, we're not going to do fast passes. I'm like, What? You know, we're not going to, we're just going to eat at the quick serve. And I mean, like, and that's fine if you want to do that, but it's like, you're going at peak times, guys. You don't, ADR, I mean, at least maybe one or two ADRs throughout the week, it makes a difference. But Mm -hmm. going into the fast passes, come on, guys, this is what the whole point of going to Disney's about is to enjoy some of the attractions. And um, that is how you beat the crowds. Tell me you're not VIP walking and you're walking up and everybody's in this 50-minute line and you're just going right up to the front of the line. Tell me that is not as VIP as you can get. I do my Vince McMahon strut as I'm as I'm walking through the crowd, man. I Look, the whole thing is, and I know people are sitting there going, well, the best way to beat the crowds is to not go in busy times. Well, that's not an option no, for some right. people. And also, look, there's some opportunities where maybe families have dreamed about spending Christmas and New Year's at Disney as a family. You know, it's been like a bucket yep. list thing. So sometimes going at these times is the only time you have available, and so you make it work the best for you. And, Jason, you hit it, man. The perfect way to skip the crowds, fast passes. Yep. But now my question for Mike is, uh, Mike, you guys, is this. How do you utilize your fast passes to even make them better? try and stack them all together i try and get one right after another this way if we come in we knock them out if the parks are that crowded where we're miserable we'll go off and do some of those other things that we talked about on the list you know maybe we'll go down to disney springs maybe we'll go down to do a little you know resort hopping or do a pool day so i try and keep my fast passes as somewhat stacked as possible and I try and do it later afternoon. You know, have it like one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. Have them stacked as close mm-hmm. as possible. Go in, get them done. If that's all we get to, and we get a couple other rides, then so be it. We'll head out and enjoy the rest of the stuff that Disney has to offer. I do whatever the boss tells me we're doing. I just would put a request in what I want to do. But however, there have been a lot of times where 
like at Magic Kingdom, we'll uh, we'll do two fast passes. We'll hit an ADR, and then we'll go back to the resort and we'll swim or we'll take a nap, and then um, then we'll get up and we'll go do our last ADR, which is like Pirates at uh, seven o'clock. You know, and then if there's anything open after that, then we'll do it. If not, then we'll just take in the ambience and uh, and enjoy the rest of the evening in, in Magic Kingdom. We've even done this to where like we will have our fast passes st- we always stack our fast passes too. We'll have our fast passes stacked and then we will instantly when we scan our magic vans for the third fast pass, we'll be on, on the on the mm-hmm. app. Yeah, uh, to where we we'll be on M D E and sitting there looking through, you know, well, oh, what's available, what's available, boom, we'll get this one, you know. This really came in handy at Disneyland more than it does Disney World, just because they have the new where you can use the phone now and pay ten dollars a day per person, mm-hmm. which includes your photo pass too. Um, but we do that. There's also times we'll do this. You know, you're making your three fast passes. If there is something, let's say we'll, we'll look through. Are there fast passes available? There are. We'll cancel a fast pass. Say it's something we weren't yep. really as interested in, and instantly book that sure. other one. You know, just instantly go boom. Okay, we'll take that one now, instead. You know, now and, and, there should almost be. You're talking like this, and I understand what you're doing. I wouldn't have a clue how to do it because I never do this. Uh, you know, my wife does it. Um, I'm sure it's not complicated, and I'm not taking that away from her or you. Um, but there should almost be a, a YouTube how-to on how to do this because that. But what you just told me right there doesn't scare me. I would figure it out. But there are a lot of people out there that are not technological savvy or technology savvy, and this scares them. The thought of what you just said actually gives them anxiety. You know what I mean? So um, it's is it's definitely. Do you have any tips where you know what? play with it beforehand and um, but can you do that without logging into your mde and accidentally deleting your fast passes that your travel agent made for you yeah i mean that's the one great thing about using a travel agency is you know the we take care of all that for you to where you don't have to worry but yeah you can play around go in your mde app and uh let's say you're within um i don't know a uh, couple days of your trip. Go on and play around with the with with the fast passes. Go look, see what's available, things like that. It's super simple. Okay. It takes three three or four steps to where you're gonna have to cancel a fast pass. You're gonna have to click on it. You can go modify, and then you can go and look for other fast passes. Okay. You know, uh, it's gonna take a lot of work for you to have to cancel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna okay. go in. It's there's multiple. Yes, I want to cancel things like that. So you're not gonna go on and really mess up anything. I'm gonna say this, and then some wife out there is gonna <laughs> send me a message and say, "Good job, bozo." My husband got on and cancel our fast passes because of you um but no look good on and play with it and you know what i'll I'll tell you what i'll do this if uh if people would like it uh i will get on and i can do a video and and i'll put it up and that way i'll put it over on the away with me travel youtube uh site and people can go over there and they can see the ins and outs you'll be able to see the screen of the phone and uh people can see the ins and outs of how to do fast passes how to do perfect uh adr how to do all that i'll do that for you sometime real soon so, guys, we had a fantastic top 10 of things to do when the parks are crowded. But we put it out to our Disney Dads family on what some of their suggestions would be and how they've gotten to beat the uh, crowds over at Disney. And we've had some amazing feedback from our wonderful family. And uh, we're going to give you some of our Disney Dads family tips. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, Michael Taylor says pick your must-do attractions right out of the gate and know what day you're going to make them happen. Very important for making those fast passes and, and planning those things like uh, flight of passage toward the end of your trip to make sure you get that that fast pass for sure. Cheryl Pavia, one of our Disney Dad admins, said that she likes to do something that we mentioned on our list, and that was pool day. And uh, 
They even in the evening time they roasted marshmallows at the campfire in the beach. Went back into the park for dinner because uh, they had an ADR, and it was a very relaxing day. And that's quite a few things that we talked about on you know uh, beating the crowds. And Cheryl knocked out a few of them right there. I'm I'm really starting to see a theme with the pools. I mean, I guess maybe we're onto something here. Um, I see like even Laura Euler, and she she said something that is is it's such a. Um, it's such a true statement. Uh, the benefit of being DVC is know that uh, you'll be back soon. So even if it's kind of a little crowded, you kind of know that, you know, I'm, I'm, th- this isn't going to be my only party I'm going to be going to, so it's okay. Um, and then, you know, also she mentioned um, some of the shows, you know, just uh, relaxing at the pool, maybe maybe hitting the Muppets or a PhilharMagic. So great tips. Yeah, those are great. And I mean, Rachel Spear, I mean, she says, how do I avoid the crowds? Rope drop every single park. Once it's crowded, I head back to the hotel and relax, take a nap. Uh, look, that's that's a way a lot of people skip yeah. those crowds is, is rope drop. So, I mean, Rach in there with uh, with a great, great thing. And that's the great part is like we're going through our top 10 and we're, a lot of these people yeah. have the same yeah, ideas. Yeah, we yeah do. absolutely. Cole Clifford was our number one fast pass. So 60 days out, use all three and uh, mm-hmm. adding one at a time for the rest of the day, just like you said, Justin. He mentioned something Cole did about uh, something we didn't talk about. That's extra magic hours, guys. Yeah, so that's an excellent, excellent tip, Cole. Thank you. You know, Evan Landry, he mentioned that, um, you know, when the crowds are real heavy, you just you lose that luxury of winging it. And I think we can all relate when he, when he says that because how many times have we gone to the parks and just wing it? You know what I mean? Um, it's so much easier to do when you, when you don't have that crowds. Um, but he did... But, you know, this is he did say something that was really neat. It was, the beauty of Disney is there's so much to enjoy, uh, you know, in your day, and it could still be amazing. And you absolutely nailed it with that that statement right there. It's putting aside the crowds. A lot of times, it's Disney is, is what you make it. You know, it's uh, your day is, is defined on how you want your day. Oh, definitely. And then, uh, I mean, you talk about Ed Fee, Ed. Uh, talking about pretty much what we do. I mean, using those first three fast passes, but he also talks about um, hitting those bigger attractions with uh, rope drop and getting there, you know, to where you're the first ones in the park. Look, our Disney family, they're smart, man. We don't just have the best Disney family out there. They're smart. They know how to navigate these parks. Now, Courtney Head brings up something. Courtney Crump brings up something interesting. <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> Hashtag hub grass nap. I've taken quite a few naps in Disney, but I've never taken one in the hub on the grass. But that's a great idea. Um, I'll have to keep my eye out for anybody else taking a hub grass nap. I've never seen that before. But uh, very cool. I'll uh, keep that in mind. I'm going to shake him and say, excuse me, do you have a Casey's hot dog coma going on? Like, what's going on here? That's what she said. That's funny, man. Dennis Keithley is, um, they navigate the crowds by getting to the parks early. I mean, here we go back to getting there early, uh, rope drop. I think a lot of these people are banking on us not showing up till later. (laughs) (laughs) They know there's three families I know, they're like, you know, uh, we're going to go, we're going to hit it, we're going to be, and and as soon as it gets busy, we're out of there. And you know, I hear that a lot. As soon as the crowds get busy, people vacate, they they bail, and um, and I get it. That's, uh, everybody does Disney Disney different, and that's a great way to do it. You know, and Robert Conti, one of our really, really good friends, uh, who we sailed on the Pamela Canal with, he, he, he's a guy after my own heart because he goes to dining. And he says, make sure to uh, book your dining you know, six months out, fast, fast, 60 days. Important to be online and get there and, uh, and get those things booked. 
and Chris. This is why we're such good friends, because we think alike. Both you, I, and Justin, we start our day late in the day, fast past the must-do things, and uh, we're on the same wave like wave, my friend. Uh, beat the crowds, head back to the hotel, little pool, little shopping, and then great spot for fireworks. Hey, what what is this, Mike? i got to ask you something about Chris here. We do the parks a lot like Justin and Mike. Am I chump change, Chris? Brother. Brother, am I chopped liver here? Brother, what are you doing to me here? Monica um, Barnett, she said um, she avoids the parks on the real popular days. I completely get that because there have been times where we had a Magic Kingdom day and we were going to jump on the monorail and, and we have completely went to a different park because Magic Kingdom was absolutely booked. And we're like, you know what? Looks like an Epcot day to me. So I get what she's saying. Absolutely. Uh, Matthew, he's coming in. Look, he, he makes a, a great point. And that is staying away from the parks with extra magic hours because typically those parks are a little more crowded than the other parks. So, yeah, that's yes. a great point. Yeah. 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 The magic hours were, uh, can work both ways. You know, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're uh, yeah, if first time, couple of first times, those magic hours are great because it is a, typically a lower. But a lot of times those park days bring in all those resort guests to that park for the day, too. So it's kind of a double edged sword there on how you play that. So it's uh, fantastic that we brought both those up. Yep. Uh, Diana Simpson, she touched on quite a few things we talked about uh, at Walt Disney World. Manage your expectations. You know, bring a lot of patience because the park's going to be crowded. Uh, they, she books her fast passes early in the morning. There's a little resort hopping, and she even mentioned what you said, uh, Justin, about the max the max pass over at Disneyland. She was able to touch mm-hmm. on that a little bit. So uh, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, and uh, Jessica Zito, um, you know, she nails it with uh, the, you know fast pass early, like you guys. You guys are real good about that. And um, and then they use the app for wait times to decide what's next. I mean, look, uh, Jessica sounds like um, an opportunity family. That's kind of how we are. We're like, hey, look, Winnie the Pooh is five minutes. Let's go. You know, we'll 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 definitely play that um, app game and just go and just when opportunity arises, we'll we'll jump on it. So uh, thank you, Jessica. Yeah, and I love Jeff's Jeffrey Petty. I love his outlook on this because he says uh, structure your day around fast pass times and dining reservations, which we mm-hmm. we do too. Our, That's all, it. our whole Disney trip is, is right around there. But he also says you've paid for a full day, make the most of it. Crowds or no crowds. I love that that mindset of I'm going to have the best day imaginable, whether or not there's uh, hundred thousand people or twenty thousand people in the parks. This is a diehard right there, man. Yep, I love That's it. A diehard right there. Yep. yep. Dan Rossi, uh, last but not least on our list today, uh, had a, a huge perspective on what he did on his last three trips. Uh, we got to experience some of those last three trips with him because uh, he posted a lot in our group, and it was fantastic. Uh, some was great awesome. pictures. Uh, I felt like I was there every day with him. I enjoyed seeing his posts every day. Uh, he's got quite a bit of perspective. Uh, start at Rope Drop. Um, avoid avoid the mine train and get get on five or six rides in the first two hours. Uh, fast passes nine, ten, and eleven o'clock. Uh, he's got a really good pointer. So if you're on the Disney Dad's Facebook group, read what uh, what Dan has on there, and he's got a whole list of stuff that he does to get through the Disney crowded park days. Isn't isn't that a great tip that Dan gave? What gave was uh, avoid the mine train. And you know, I never really thought about that. Avoid it and go ride everything else because everybody's running for the mine yep, train. Yeah, yeah, you could do you know, Splash so and Big Thunder in the time people are doing that. Fast pass your mine train at sixty days. Or what is it? Sixty days for resort mm-hmm. people. Yep. And um, and then avoid it when you hit rope drop, and you'll be able to knock that stuff out. So Dan, that's a great tip. And you know what's another great tip? Another great way to spend time. Why you're in line is doing Disney Dad's trivia. Absolutely, Disney Dad. 
And uh, that wait, was wait. a hard one last one, guys. Well, it was named that tune, wasn't it? Name it was that named tune. that tune. And he was trying to, so I, I kind of, whatever. Dude. <laughs> what was the answer to that? Because I have no idea. Because since you went ahead and you edited the show because it was short this time for us, I um I, I just let you just, just roll with it. And I listened to it and I thought, I'm just as bad at this as I am Regular trivia. So, Mike, before you give us the answer, Mike, did you did you know the answer to this? I had no clue. I must listen to it like a hundred <laughs> times, and I had no Thank idea. Thank you, my brother from another mother. Thank you. What is it, Justin? The song you heard was from the amazing film Tarzan. Phil Collins, dude, is that not one of the best soundtracks ever? With Phil Collins rocking out Tarzan uh, there with Tarzan. Great song, amazing. Uh, a lot of people sending in uh, their things. Sean Miranda. Um, Did they get them right? Angie West. Good job, Delinda, guys. Wow. Delinda Borth. Delinda uh, got it right, too? Yep. Adam Divineer. Lots and lots of people uh, sending in. I think I think people like to play uh, play your tunes. Scott and Dylan Zobel sending in. Lots and lots. Patrick Athey. Look, there's too many people for me to get here for me to, yeah, for me to uh all those people here. got but it yeah, right. All of you that, that sent in, love seeing that phone blow up. Love seeing you guys answer those questions. Mike, what is your what is your deal, dude? How come you didn't get that? Come on, uh, man. step it up. I think one of the speakers were blown out in the car. That's why I couldn't hear it. I'm going. I'm going with that. <laughs> you know. You know what's funny. You know what's funny is our, our Disney Dad's podcast running page inspired me today to get back in the gym, and I was in the gym. And I think between Jason's trivia, doing doing the songs now, and our Disney Dad's podcast running, I saw these guys around me, and they're oh, oh, they lifting all this heavy weight. And I had my earbuds in, and I was rocking out to Disney music, and I thought, <laughs> I wonder what they're listening to, you know? Like, <laughs> Oh, so. man. If I'm in the gym, it's 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 pretty hardcore. Jason, take us to, our, to this week's. So. All right. Here we go, guys. Trivia question. I promise you we'll throw in a couple Name That Tunes throughout uh, you know every couple episodes. It was fun. You guys, listen, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm really surprised a lot of people got that. So you guys are awesome. Uh, today's trivia question, which character from the animated feature Peter Pan carries an umbrella throughout the film? Ooh, Text your answers or call your answers to... 317-WDW-DADS, 317-939-3237. When you text your answers, make sure to put your name with it so we can give you credit on a show for your right answer. And not just doing that. Look, with that same number, 317-939-3237, call and leave us a voicemail. Let us hear a little bit about your Disney passions and your Disney lives. We'd love to play that on an upcoming show. You, your family, your kids, talking about Disney a little bit. Hear yourself on one of the Disney Dads episodes coming up real soon. Uh, and hey, while you're doing that, while you're texting, go and pick up your phone, get online, go to www.disneydadspodcast.com. There you can find the links to not only our social media, but also to all of our shows, whether it be all the Disney Dad shows in the past and this current show, but you can also find all of our other shows, Walking with Walt, Disney 8, Away With Me Travel, and our other show that's not quite on the website yet, but I want you to check out, and that is... Johnny Rimfro and Jason's show that I absolutely love. Tell me a little bit about it, Jason. Uh, World of the Weird. Um, I've got a bunch of shows in the can. I can't wait to get out and start dropping them. The um, we just kind of go around the world, past and present, take a look at how world, how weird our world really is. And uh, jo- Johnny is uh, Johnny's quite the character. 
He's a good, good friend and uh, probably the easiest, most easiest going guy I've ever met in my life. Um, so we just have a good time with it. Come on, check it out. You know, help. Look, I, I stress this. Come help us evolve the show. How's that? And not just while you're doing that, make sure to go to Facebook, go to Disney Dads Podcast Family, and uh, join our page. Join, join, be a part of that family. That's where we get our pictures. That's where we get our stories. That's where we talk about a lot of our Disney family. We get to know you guys a little bit better, and we love that aspect of the show. Uh, but while you're doing that, don't just do that. Go over, join the Away With Me Travel family. Join the world of weird. Come over, and let's talk about how weird the world is through that podcast. Uh, some great opportunities there to uh, to do that. And look, one more, one more thing, and this is our biggest favor we ask of you guys. Head over to iTunes. It only takes 15 seconds. Head over to iTunes. Give us five stars. Those five stars help us grow the show, reach so many more people, and grow our Disney family. It just really, really helps. So if you're enjoying the show, you enjoy the Disney family, head over to iTunes. Give us five stars. Justin, now that you told me about our social media, that's one of the best things they can do is go on social media and post pictures. And that brings us to my favorite thing, and that would be Pictures of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. All right, gentlemen, it was a tough week for pictures. A lot of good Christmas decorations, Christmas ornaments, a lot of milestones in people's lives. It's going to be a tough week for pictures. I already have mine picked out, but let's see. Justin, what's your picture of the week? Ooh, this is hard. You threw it to me first. I don't think I've gone first in, uh, in like a month. This is great. That's you what know I gave what? it to you, you today. Just, you, the holidays really bring out the best in you. You know that? Uh, I tell you what, I'm going to go with some great pictures of my favorite, favorite, favorite character. And it's somebody who we talked about for a full episode on this previous episode. And that's Dennis Keithley, uh, with all of his pictures with Mickey Mouse. And he was saying that he loved the episode about Mickey. Look, we enjoyed it, uh, recording it and, and talking about Mickey, uh, too. We absolutely love the mouse. And uh, if you haven't heard that episode, make sure to go back last week and listen to that episode, our celebration of 90 years of Mickey Mouse. But uh, but Dennis Keithley put up some awesome pictures, man, of his uh, his sons with Mickey. And, dude, just they're the best. Mickey's the, he's just the best. I love it. Can't go wrong with a Mickey picture. Jason, your pick of the week. Never. Yeah, um... I'm a, I'm a real big on this throwback one, and this is really a really good friend of the show. And uh, Michaela Altenhofen, did you see her throwback picture from yeah. uh, 1979 and then today? And here's why I love this, because I have a picture. I finally, you know, Rachel and I were at a point in her life where we treated my mom and dad to um, a trip to Disney, okay? And um, I got a, I got a, um, a ride with uh, my mom uh, on Dumbo. And, you know, here I am, a grown man with, with my mom on Dumbo. And this was our first time all together at Disney World. And um, I could so relate to that, except I didn't have the baby picture like you have. So what a great picture. What a great throwback. And um, thank you for sharing those. Yeah, those throwback those throwback pictures are awesome. I love the throwback pictures. Uh, my favorite picture of the week, it's going to be our good friend, Veronica Miller. And anytime you put any kind of Disney tattoo on a on a photo, you know you got me. I'm a big fan of tattoos. I'm a big fan of Disney, and uh, that's a beautiful picture with Ohana and Stitch. So that is certainly my pick of the week. Congratulations on your new ink. That is amazing. Yeah, that that's a clean tattoo, man. Too. Yeah, that is good. really nice. Sure is. Uh, hey, look, I want to give one shout-out, and then I'm going to sit back and let you two go to town. Uh, my shout-out is to Ed Fee and Laura Fee. Uh, and their son uh, has a has a big week ahead of him. He'll be in the ensemble of Aladdin Jr. 
and uh, he's in his costume. Look, crush it. You're going to do amazing. Uh, so, so cool. What a great experience. We're, uh, we're proud of you, and uh, look, that's, that's awesome. We can't wait to hear how it goes, and well, I think it's just going to be one of those experiences that you'll talk about for your lifetime. Uh, have fun with it, and look, you're awesome. Good job. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I, I like to have talent and to be able to get up there on stage and, oh, man, you are uh, – you, you, that's awesome. I, I, I wished I would have went down that road when I was your age. I was just – honestly, guys, I was a little bit too scared. Yeah? Yeah. Just, just – What would you have – we could have been the Jolly Green Giant if they had done I, like that. I, I could have been the Jolly Green Giant. You know, I could have. <laughs> I don't know. I don't – but, you know, and that's that going back to my kids. You know, it's like I always want to push yeah. them to, um, to get past that fear because I've missed out on so much growing up. Because of, of of fears, you know what I mean? How ridiculous is that? Anyways, um, is that it for Picks of the Week? I, I, well, you don't want to ask who I was going to be in the school play? Who were you going to be in the school I play? I was always, in all my grammar school years, Santa Claus. Oh, so that's awesome, dude. <laughs> Santa Claus. I always, I always wanted to be a reindeer, but I always wanted to be in Santa, Santa Claus. I think it was because I, I had rosy Claus. red cheeks. I think it's my fair Irish skin with those... You know, cute, lovable cheeks. You do have rosy red cheeks. For I people do. who haven't met Mike, he do, really does. <laughs> so they're always rosy. I always red. got stuck with Santa Claus. Not that it's a bad thing, but I was always Santa Claus in the play. I um, honestly think if it was today and you were a kid, you would have been. Um, uh, what is a snowman from? What you call it? Frosty. I don't remember his name? Frosty. No, no. From Frozen, Olaf. Oh, Olaf. Olaf. I would have, yeah. Mike. If I had, my, if I was directing a play, I would have sent you to the island of misfit toys. <laughs> Just left you there. <laughs> Yo, Santa. Yo, Santa. Get down here. I like Cornelius. Cornelius is cool. No one loves me. <laughs> well, it's. Um, I, I. I think last year did your mom post some pictures of us for us while you were Santa? Uh might have. Oh. Certainly possible. I think that. Please. I think. Yeah. I think Call we need out. to see more. I really do. Yeah. Next time, I, next really time do. I go to my mother's house, I'll dig through the album. I, they're there. I'm positive they're that, there. Mike giving that, Mike giving that stink eye to Rudolph. Like, <laughs> you took my role. I have to be the big. I man. even remember we said uh, we. Cause I remember building the uh, the sleigh. It was uh, one of those red wagons, and uh, we put the little cardboard on the side. And I sit in the back of the red wagon. The kids have to pull me. <laughs> <laughs> There's it. probably labor child it. labor laws against that now, but you know back then, yeah, you know you back do. in the '80s. Uh, well, I have an honorable mention, and it's to Nathaniel Rafferty, and uh, he posted some amazing pictures in the group from one of his past trips, and uh, great pictures, and that's my honorable mention for the week. Yeah, this is this is where it gets hard. Um, I'm going to go with an honorable mention with, um, uh, you know what, I'm just going to keep it very, uh, very simple, but we do this, and it was uh, Trisha Helwig, and uh, she posted our elf on the shelf sitting next to many. Mm-hmm. I know our elf is going to be making an appearance very soon, and I love the Mickey ears on the elf. That's very cool. So that's my honorable mention. This is what's so hard about this show is picking these. Uh, and uh, Jen Kroger, how do you? How did your kids never see Little Mermaid before? You and I are going to have to have a chat. Okay, you know what I do? I, I have one final uh, one, and it's Brooke Reynolds and Chad Price. And uh, so start our trip last week, the Christmas party, cruised for a few days, spent Thanksgiving at the parks. This gives me the perfect opportunity to uh, wrap up Picks of the Week and uh, say, listen, guys, we are so glad you guys had a great trip. Another great opportunity to go on a cruise is coming up really, really soon, like really soon. 
And that's with the three of us. That's going, hanging out with us for four days on the Disney Dads podcast cruise starting July 17, 2019 on board the Disney Dream with a double dip at Castaway Key. Lots of people uh, coming there to hang out. We have so many cool things planned. Jamie and I are really like into uh, getting those gifts and, and planning all this. We've talked to Disney Cruise Line. We have a lot of cool stuff planned. So make sure to get hold of, uh, of Jamie or I at DisneyDads at AwayWithMeTravel.com for any information. Uh, come join Mike, Jason, and I on, uh, on board the Dream. Oh, we're going to have so much fun, guys. Oh, you talk about picks of the week. Just wait. You think it's hard this week? Just wait till till the week after the cruise. I'm going to sport my new tattoo. Ooh, you get a new tattoo? No, but it sure sounded yeah, good, did. didn't hey, it? check this thing out. I got, uh, hold on. Oh, oh Riley, nice. Are you going to get a permanent Riley tatted there? me up with a I Heart D23 Sh- tattoo tonight. A D23 yeah, tat? So. Very cool. Anyway. Ooh, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be a cool tat. Oh. I'm going to get Micah Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually thinking about getting the Steamboat Willie Mickey before our cruise. I just got to find a I got to find a place for it now. That's the hard part. I'm running out of room. The bottom of your foot. The bottom of your foot. <laughs> All right, guys, it was great talking about our top 10 ways to beat the Disney crowds. Uh, we're into that Christmas season. We're into some peak times at Disney. Uh, even if you don't go during Disney, there are some other peak times during the year, and I think we gave some good inside points on how to do it. But the bottom line is whether you have to go when it's crowded, whether you go when it's not crowded, the most important thing is you're down in Disney and you're there with family. And I uh, enjoyed talking about this with you guys tonight. And I hope we gave some pointers to our Disney family if they're down there and uh, make the best of their vacations because making the best with your family is the best way to do it. Yep, you got it, buddy. Uh, had fun. It was always fun to talk top tens with you guys. We always dive into some stuff that we don't expect to, and that's what makes this show fun is uh, the fact that it kind of goes off the rails a little bit, and I love doing the show with you guys, and I love our Disney family, love the interaction that we get through them, and I can't wait to see and uh, pictures and, and videos of people of their trips in the park. So uh, listen, had fun, guys. Enjoyed tonight. I think we went a little longer than we expected, but uh, that's what this show's all about. Well, it's, uh, you know, this we're full, full head on. Like Mike stated from the beginning of the show, it's the Christmas season. We're full head on to it. Guys, I'm as guilty as everybody else where I blink and the Christmas season's over with. And every year I struggle to just take that time with the family, have a board game night, you know, have a cocoa, hot cocoa on a movie night because Christmas is going to be here and it's going to be gone before we know it. Take the time. And I know you out there listening are guilty. I know you're guilty of it. So just like I am. So take the time with the family this season, you know, if this is a season that you guys celebrate and enjoy it. It's uh, it's an amazing time. And uh, thank you guys for an incredible show. I love seeing both of you again tonight. I had a great time. Um, I'm going to work on my music trivia. And um, I just want to say you guys have a nice week. Good night. Have a good one, buddy. Good night. Good night, guys. What's up, Disney Dad? This is uh, Chris from New York, Chris Matsrakis. How's it going, everyone? So my favorite Disney picture was probably around 2010. My daughter was five. She was born in 2005. So Chloe was around five, six. And um, it was a trip that we were doing in Epcot. And as we were walking around the World Showcase in Epcot, my daughter, who had just gotten out of uh, Bibbidi Bobby Boutique, 
was all done up in her bell dress and she was looking to get all the pictures that she could with as many princesses as possible. And it was getting a little bit dry, so unfortunately we weren't finding that many um, princesses and we had heard that Mulan was over at China. So we quickly ran over to where we thought Mulan was supposed to be. We looked around, couldn't find her. And my daughter, on the verge of tears, very upset, walked away and we started walking away and I promised her we would find some more and just then like out of nowhere this woman pushes her way past me and grabs my daughter and I'm looking and I'm, I'm, I'm nervous all of a sudden thinking someone's grabbed my daughter and I look and it was Mulan. Mulan had actually grabbed my daughter and she goes to her princess I heard you were looking for me and my daughter turned around and she was in amazement she couldn't even couldn't even talk she couldn't even answer and uh you know obviously uh mulan did the right thing she she did a fantastic job she took it wherever she wanted to take a picture she was obviously at the front of the line and they, they took pictures wherever they wanted and she spent a lot of time with my daughter and um that right there is um what disney's about to me guys it's you know the, the memories that are going to last forever and this is a story that my daughter even tells to this day she's 14 years old right now and she still tells that story and I bet you anything she's going to say to her kids and then her grandchildren and it's uh it's magic man thank you for everything that you guys do uh you guys are family love you guys thank you bye Justin and myself, we want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the and that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.